0: Good morning, uh, Rumor and Innuendo fans. Welcome back to the show. It is me, House of Wrestling's Nick Housman. And me, WWE creative issues, Robert Carpolis. Yes, and we are here with a live, that's right, Blazer Maniac here, asking in the chat room, this live? Yeah, this is live, my friend. And just like that, if you want to jump into the chat room here today, you can leave a comment. We may pull it up on the show. It is Fun Friday. At the end of the show, I have three Great Apple iTunes reviews that we're going to read. We're going to give some credit to some of our awesome listeners. We got a lot of news to get to here today. At the end of the show, if we have time, Robert, we might actually talk about Billy and the CW because there's Billy in WACW news. Isn't that crazy?
1: This is wild and uh to blazer maniac who posted here what a great way to spend my 40th what a birthday gift we may have for you today stay tuned we Uh, might finally talk billy and the cw uh, if there's time
0: the 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 chat room is lighting up about the billy and the cw right now i see all of your comments if we've got time at the end i'm going to try my best to make sure we got time at the end we're going to get to it we've also got uh, some updates on New Japan, possibly losing some top talent. Backstage news on Sting and Darby Allin versus the Young Bucks. Uh, Gable Stevenson's WWE future, the latest on The Rock and Roman Reigns. But first, uh, I wanted to address the story we dropped yesterday that has gone somewhat viral here in the last 24 hours. Um, I, over at House of Wrestling, broke a story that I've been working on for a couple days uh, about a mostly Midwest uh, photographer and uh, occasional ring announcer, Stepstool Sarah, um, I was brought. I was presented with a story about how uh, a wrestler from St. Louis, Anarchy, believed that she was uh, grooming her uh, his younger brother um, just before he was 18, and then initiating text messages two days after he turned 18. Uh, became very uncomfortable um, when he the wrestler approached um, Sarah, um, and I spoke with the uh, the wrestler, who's the uh, older brother of, of the the young man here, who was um, you know uncomfortable around Sarah. Uh, He tells me that she blamed her autism uh, for for causing poor judgment, which I know has really upset quite a few people. Um, And then um, there's some other anecdotes in there just about, you know, uh, previous tweets and stuff that had come up that people took offense to where she used the N-word. And anyway, St. Louis Anarchy 01, uh, Black Label Pro, NAP in Indianapolis. I was confirmed they've all cut ties um, and, then she issued a statement to me saying that she's seeking help right now and is looking for her privacy. So, uh, I just wanted to address it here at the top of the show It's a very serious story. I encourage everybody to go read the full, uh, story. It's if you haven't already, it's been passed around a lot of places over at housewrestling.com. But man, dude, um, I, 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 my big takeaway from this is St. Louis Anarchy did a great job when they were presented with the situation. They took it seriously. Uh, they, we reviewed the messages, uh, that were in a, that were perceived as inappropriate between Sarah and the young man and the young man actually spoke with the owner of St. Louis Anarchy. So there was definitely some time and some thought and, and taken into this situation. And it sounds like the right actions were taken. So I thought um, I thought it was very well handled from everything I gathered.
1: I think that there is a a movement over the last few years in wrestling where people have taken these allegations seriously. Uh, they seem to have responded quickly and responsibly to what occurred. Uh, nice job on, on your part in, in putting this all together and getting it out there. And uh, not quite the way to start a fun Friday, but no. at least, you know, th- this, this story happened and it's uh, it's being handled appropriately. So, you know, kudos, uh, Kudos to those folks involved in in the way that they they handled it. There is no elegant way for me to transition from this. to something No, there's else. not. There's uh, not.
0: There's really and it not. took
1: everything there's in me by the way, because I did not know the other pieces about what this person had. Th- this individual had tweeted using like the n word. Then you're like, and they work for Black Label Pro. So I'm wondering what they actually called that promotion. Um, but hey, let's you know. Black
0: Label's good. I like. There's good people over. Oh, Black. I'm not like, saying Nike does was, great work. It, <laughs>
1: yeah. It, yes, they do. Yes.
0: um So, uh, anyway, I, I also wanted to point out and just mention, of course, uh, the information for rain is at the bottom of the article. If you or anybody else is dealing with any kind of abuse or harassment, you absolutely can go to them twenty four seven. And just if anybody in the community ever feels there's a situation or an individual that's making people uncomfortable, and there's reason to believe that, uh, of course, you're always welcome to come to me directly as well. Uh, info at houseofwrestling dot com. I've been getting all kinds of uh messages these days about the industry and I'm doing everything I can to uh you know look into everything I'm given and and give it all the best of my abilities to to wait out so anyway all right let's talk about the rock and roman reigns uh wrestling observer saying yeah
1: right i don't what is the smoothest to- transition in the biz whoosh, whoosh. rock and roman reigns
0: Sorry, Rocket Roman Reigns, Rocket Roman Reigns coming from the Wrestling Observer is not going to be going down at the Elimination Chamber. The reason is because Roman Reigns is not even booked for the Elimination Chamber. It sounds like he's going to do this Rumble match, this Fatal 4-Way, and, you know, barring any kind of, you know, televised defense or something like that, may not have his next match until WrestleMania. Um, How do you think? How do you feel about that?
1: I like that he's like the Dante Hicks of Elimination Chamber. He's not even supposed to be here today. Uh, hopefully that's the case. You know, you never know if they're trying to play four-dimensional chess here and they're planting the story to get people off the scent. But at the same time, if I know that I have The Rock and Roman Reigns booked for a show that's not WrestleMania, I'm putting that out there front and center, and I'm trying to sell tickets because I know Meltzer reported this thing sold like 30 tickets. That was right. his accurate reporting. Uh, right there, but uh it doesn't. It, it surprised me in a little bit because they they've got this embarrassment of riches. This is the second year in a row they've found this self themselves in this position where the logical match was Roman Cody, and there's another match people were more excited for. Last year it was Sami Zayn that a lot of folks wanted to see win the Rumble. They wanted to see him face Roman Reigns. We did get that match, Elimination Chamber. This year the buzz has become. Way I really want to see Rock and Roman Reigns, whereas Cody is the natural fit as the continuation of his story. So it looks as though we're not going to most likely get Cody and Roman at WrestleMania. It sounds like we're getting Roman and The Rock.
0: I think that I I why do, I kind of feel like Cody and Punk. Well, I don't know. Maybe Cody finds himself in there with Punk and Rollins or something like that.
1: But that would, that's wrong. You You, you can't do that as a triple threat. You can't do that as a triple threat. Punk, his, if Punk's whole narrative is I've never main evented a WrestleMania and it's already going to have an asterisk because there's two nights of WrestleMania and Seth's whole narrative is I've never gone into mania as the marquee, as the headliner, as the champion. I don't think you can shoehorn Cody in there without it feeling lesser than whenever we've gotten triple threat main events. Even at Mania, it still feels kind of—it feels significantly lesser than we've seen it with. uh There was like a a, a Cena Triple H Big Show, I think uh, Triple Threat. There was obviously the WrestleMania 20 main event. I uh, it's it takes away from the the meaning of it being a main event if it's a a Triple Threat. But you can't say no to Rock and Roman. These no. are these no. are you know highfalutin problems to have, guys. These are these are great problems for WWE to have to be worrying about right now. Yeah. And it I, a four-way. Remember, gender might still win the title.
0: Ah, that's right. They could just throw the they could throw the book out the window here, and just put the belt on gender. Um the titles. I- the Sorry, title, Nick, the title. The I, I know that drives you nuts. Um, The title, no, the backwards I... hat you're
1: wearing drives me nuts. The the can, calling can... it a belt is just disrespectful.
0: I can wear it forward. I don't mind promoting the good folks at Whole Foods. They were wonderful to me when I worked there in the deli. Um, But anyway, I would I just wonder what happens with Cody here, because the Seth Rollins, CM Punk thing seems just already kind of I don't know. They've laid so much groundwork to it. I'd be kind of surprised if it didn't happen at this point. Right. Like that and then Rock and Roman on the other night seems just like a lot of momentum behind it. It leaves Cody in a weird spot. Is is there somebody here that eliminates Cody that jumpstarts some kind of program that does not involve him in the main event picture uh, coming out of the Royal Rumble? Is it, uh, you know, because, you know, and and is Punk Rollins, is it that much in stone? Because isn't Punk Rhodes its own kind of marquee match? I mean, they're the two biggest merchandise movers in the company. I mean, do they have to... I don't know. There's a lot of questions. You can't take
1: that away from Seth. Yeah. Okay. I don't think from a, from a morale standpoint, a PR standpoint, he has been kind of the guy who has been carrying raw for the last year or so. And he has made it known for quite a while. He's never truly main evented at a WrestleMania. So the idea that these two have to carry each other and lift themselves up. The only story that you could possibly tell is a bitter emboldened drew going after Cody and then maybe doing a Drew Cody match of the guys who kind of keep getting screwed over by everybody else. But that feels a lot. uh, I don't know. It's just a lot lesser than uh, the main event spot and the finishing the story. And I think if Cody finishes the story anywhere, but WrestleMania, it's going to feel strange.
0: See, I don't actually hate Cody being slotted into the Roman rock match is like a triple threat. It doesn't bug me as much because I love that this whole bloodline thing and how Cody's like, He's got his own bloodline, you know. He can play into that, right? I I, I don't. I don't hate. I just again. I don't know where you put him, right? It's a very interesting predicament that you find in with Cody right now. Him winning the rumble, earning that shot. I
1: don't. I thought they took a huge risk. Look, they took a big risk last year not letting Cody finish the story. He would have been the first newly minted. Main event babyface that the WWE would have had in years—the guy who's like this—is who we're putting the momentum behind. He's our merchandise seller. He's our our Hogan. And then when he lost, he lost that momentum. You know, he had yeah. a, the Brock feud that really was—it was fine. Then we just saw the Nakamura feud, which was fine. Fine. Uh, fine. He's been intermixed with Judgment Day and Bloodline. Another year of him lost in the wilderness, and I think fans are going to start really questioning whether or not they're going to support Cody. And it's a shame because everything he is doing from a marketing PR perspective is a home run. You know, Mm -hmm. he's no longer being weighed down by the vice president tag and having to worry about the work he was doing in AEW. It is just do the best that I need to do in the ring, be a positive PR role model for the WWE going forward and care enough about this business that all I'm doing, living and breathing and dying for is to be champion and rarely do you see people who truly care about winning a title, you know that it will mean the world to him if and when that happens.
0: Well, hey, um, I. while we're talking about Cody Rhodes, I'll throw in our other Cody Rhodes anecdote here. Uh, USA Today spoke with Cody's real-life agent, who confirmed that Cody's going to fulfill all the duties required of him as a best man for this random stranger that he agreed to be a part of their wedding at a house show. And just as just a reminder, everyone, of what mainstream non-pro wrestling specific news outlets write about when they think about pro wrestling, you know, and you're talking about how Cody's done such a good job marketing himself, keeping that buzz around him. Again, look at this mainstream attention on Cody Rhodes here about this wacky ass. I'm going to be this random stranger's best man.
1: I mean, in the world of wrestling, The one thing you don't want to be involved in is a wrestling wedding situation. So if I were the bride, stay away from the cake. And if there is a box from Jake the Snake Roberts, do not open it because it's going to be a snake.
0: We got Bucks in 404 says, make Cody plan the bachelor party. I think it's a great idea. I I bet that's the responsibility of a best man. He's obligated to.
1: You bring in QT Marshall to plan that bachelor party. <laughs> that thing's going to be a banger.
0: QT Sean Spears, he's going to have the Nightmare Family and in, in his wedding party there. It'll be wonderful. He'll probably get a track suit Actually, out of it.
1: That that sounds really awful.
0: Speaking of track suits, uh, the University of uh, Minnesota, their head coach has confirmed that Gable Stevenson is not going to be part of their upcoming uh, season, He's no longer going to be competing in collegiate amateur wrestling. He's focused full-time on his WWE career, although he is occasionally showing up at the school to train with some of their heavyweights in the gym. Uh, but this is why we've been seeing him more on WWE TV, obviously, right? It sounds like he's going to be around more coming up. And I'd be remiss, you know, if we start off the show talking about bad behavior that seems to be lingering with Gable um, that mixed with how I just don't think he's really adapted to the, actual physical side of pro wrestling i'm still very up in the air about what the future holds for gable Stevenson. i know some people in wwe that are skeptical at best I'll, i'll say that
1: i'm excited because the wwe will then license judas and blast it every time gable's in the ring so i think that'll be an absolute blast good for lee fittings first week on the job to try to have to work through all that um I, like I get to some degree why they think Gable for a while was a, a can't miss prospect. I feel like right now he's very much a can miss prospect. Uh, he's he. I, but they pick. I remember at one point Von Wagner was the heir apparent to be the next big star, and they've stepped back and they've given him a chance to try to mature and learn in the ring. Hopefully, they they realize that you know Gable might need more time, more seasoning, and if he's stepping back from his time as a golden gopher. Then maybe they do have a, a path forward for him working full time at the PC to to up his game.
0: Well, we got Andrew McDonald here saying his brother is excellent, Damon Kemp, and that is yes. the truth. That is that is very true. Damon has been doing a wonderful job in NXT, and is somebody I think Gable could hide behind a little bit. You know, like Damon seems to have this kind of kim, uh, charisma, and it, he's taken to the the wrestling part of it. That, you know, again, maybe if Gable kind of just hung around his brother for a while and kind of just normalized, you know, his existence in that bubble, it could it could help him. Because I think you're right, Andrew, like Gable's brother, Damon Kemp, I'm a big fan of. I think he's done a wonderful job in NXT.
1: Maybe Gable winds up as the Eric angle of the family. Wow.
0: Uh, The uh, Russell Votes, our good friend over at Russell Votes. He notes that the plan for Bobby Lashley and the Street Profits is to name their stable which has been around for like seven months now it has no name, just been Bobby Lashley the Street Profits. the The name sounds like they're going to be called the Pride, and I kind of love it. I think it's a badass name.
1: Well, they were going to be the Bellator, so I'm glad they went with the Pride. Ah. But uh, yeah, like, I I, yes, them. I think that'll be cool. I'm sure there'll be some lion inspired imagery. Uh, we'll see. Now, what I'm what I'm curious about is if there's going to be folks rumbling on the other side. Uh about whether or not this is well, what about proud and powerful? Because mm. I remember that there was the issue where they po they called them dem boys on the on the Fox uh Twitter account one time, mm-hmm. and people got very angry about it. So there's all these conspiratorial mindsets there, but I think the pride is a cool name, especially if it looks like they're now gonna be uh baby faces.
0: Yes. Um, and lastly here in our WWE block over on X. Friend of the show, Sean Waltman, uh, he shared a message noting that um, th- although there are rumors that he's going to be in the Royal Rumble, and he says he can go, he can't do the the jumping spinny kick into the corner. He's like, that's not going to happen, but he can still go. Um, but he's about a month away from being able to take his shirt off in public, so there's definitely, absolutely no chance, no chance that Sean Waltman's going to be in the Rumble. Mm. Call me color me When did but, Sean
1: ever wrestle with a shirt off?
0: A great question, Robert. Always wore a, a singlet, didn't he?
1: He wore the singlet. Sometimes he would wear the DX, like football jersey thing. So, sounds like 100% confirmed Sean Waltman's going to be in the Royal Rumble. I, I
0: hope he gets to do it. I love Sean so much. He deserves that pop, he deserves that moment. I know he's been wanting to do more. I I know that for a fact. I know Sean wants to be doing more. He got unfortunately got injured a little while ago, and I think in his last match against Joey Janela, unfortunately, but he wants to go, and he doesn't just want to be a coach. He wants to wrestle. I mean, this guy wants to do matches right now. I think if I think if Tony Khan, well, it's interesting, right? Because like Sean's like so embedded in like WWE lore, and like he's boys with Triple H who's now running the show. So like very little incentive to leave that, but. I don't know if AEW threw a bunch of money at him and told him he could go on a run. I, I think it would. I think it would definitely be on his mind.
1: So I think he'd be a hell of a surprise entrant for the Royal Rumble. I think that pop alone, uh, we would get the uh, the X-Pac pop yeah, instead well, of X-Pac heat. I think that'd be fantastic. Dude, dude, he deserves more than a, almost a lot of people. Like He really deserves his flowers. He was so supremely talented for so long and then just sort of got maligned unfairly with that notion of x heat and people don't want to see him, he was underappreciated in his time. Yeah,
0: 100%. The Pac-Pop. Pop. Well, uh, hey, we're going to take a moment here to shout out our very first sponsor ever on the show. Are you guys ready for this? This episode of Rumored Innuendo right now is sponsored by Blue Chew. Hey, everybody. Let's talk about sex. You guys remember the days when you're always ready to go? Well, now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. So listen up about BlueChew.com.
1: BlueChew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra, Cialis, and Levitra, but in chewable tablets and at a fraction of the cost. The process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of the licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. Yeah, well, hey, you're probably asking yourself, look, does this stuff work? Do you do I
0: even need it? I'm curious. Maybe maybe you've always wanted to try it. Well, here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna give you the chance to try Blue Chew for a month absolutely free. You just gotta pay the $5 shipping. And in order to do that, you gotta use the promo code RUMOR. You're gonna, you're gonna love it. You're gonna have a, you're gonna have a great time. Listen, I have a friend who's been using Blue Chew. For years this is I mean it's no secret that blue Chew has been a major sponsor for for tons of other prominent pro wrestling podcasts a lot of my friends have had the chance to try blue Chew, and I will tell you it works it is it is something that'll get you going I have a lot of friends wives and girlfriends who are very very happy because blue Chew is brought into their lives I, I would think it is safe to say that if you are looking to try something experiment get a little bit more going in the bedroom. Blue Chew, man,
1: I would do it, right? I I like that you said wives and girlfriends. I don't know who some of your friends are that are are leading these double lives. But even if you are someone who has a wife and a girlfriend, Blue Chew wants to help you have better sex. (laughs) Discover your options at BlueChew.com. And we've got a special offer for our listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code RUMOR at checkout. Just pay $5 shipping. That's BlueChew.com, promo code RUMOR to receive your first month free again, visit bluechu.com for more details and important safety information. And we thank blue Chew for sponsoring this fun Friday where we may finally break some fantastic news about Billy and the CW.
0: We may get to it here. Hey, Josh worth here saying they do support the WrestlePod pod world. Well, good for blue Chew. Yeah, man. And Josh, you want to support us again? It's just $5 shipping, totally free one month. Go over to rumor.com. Use the promo code RUMOR and you're gonna go get some, some Blue Chew sent to your door. It's gonna be the best package you ever received to package for your package. All right, moving on. Um <laughs> moving
1: on. Um more quite like a, maybe- a passage, by the way, for for us, like getting to do our I'll- first blue chew read. This is this is like this is monumental. There are folks right now listening that are marking out for this that they have listened to this show and thought, when is it gonna be art? Like we've heard Aaron Anderson. Talk about using Blue Chew. We've sure. heard Jim Ross, by God, talk about using Blue Chew. And here we are, so happy to be part of the, the Blue Chew podcast universe. Yes, absolutely.
0: All right, let's talk about AEW here right now. We got some stiff takes about these people, am I right?
1: Hey, so We're we going to talk about
0: Sting and Darby Allen versus the Young Bucks, the impending retirement match for the Icon. Fightful saying that Sting had a major say in who his final opponents would be. For what it's worth, the Observer... Uh, Flatly stating Sting chose The Young Bucks as his final opponent Fightful saying that Sting has really just preferred To work tag team matches to singles matches That's why he's only worked tag matches In AEW so far Uh, Tony Khan respecting the work uh, That Sting has done throughout his career And what he's given to the company is willing to basically Do anything Sting wants On the road to his retirement match At the retirement match Um, And that seems to be the case across the board Because the Observer saying that the Young Bucks were supposed to be off of AEW TV even longer than they were here, which was about two, almost three months. Um, but when Sting said, "This is the match I want. These are the guys I want to wrestle," they got their, you know, manscaping going on, and uh, they got back in action. And now we saw him on Wednesday night. So there you go. That's the latest skinny on Sting and Darby Allen versus the Young Bucks.
1: I would have been shocked that if Sting was announcing his retirement match, that he would not get to call his shot and time and place. I know that you know Flair was very critical of his WWE retirement, that he felt he didn't have more of a a hand in saying what that process looked like. Mm -hmm. But Sting in AEW, it's not as though he was he needed AEW. I think AEW in a lot of ways needed him. They wanted the name recognition, they wanted the credibility. So giving him a proper send off is the right thing to do. Uh, Hats off to Tony, who uh, is is you know he's given Sting in theory, what he wants. And Sting saying, I want a tag match. I don't want a singles match. My personal opinion on that, I thought for sure if they were going to have a tag match and they wanted to have some sort of embracing all of Sting's legacy, FTR to me felt like the, the proper choice for it. You're in North Carolina. These are guys who modeled themselves after Arn and Tully, who certainly made a career out of wrestling Sting. I think that would have been fantastic. But unfortunately... Uh, you know, Dax and Cash, not EVPs.
0: I, I still think it goes, and this is just my hunch, I feel like it goes back to the the Southern Cali roots. I think that, he, I think he, you know, he came in, the Dingo Warriors or whatever they were called with the Ultimate Warrior or whatever. Um, South Cali tag team went off to be a single star. He's come back and he's wrapping up his career as a tag team star in my gut that it just feels like there's some kind of connection there, but Hey, we'll, we'll probably find out more about why he picked the bucks here very, very soon. Um, But I will tell you that from the observer also, it was noted that multiple people backstage at AEW apparently embarrassed by Tony Khan's gender Mahal tweets. Color me shocked, Robert. Oh my goodness gracious. People were embarrassed by that behavior. How could you be embarrassed by what he did? Oh, Oh, Fainting,
1: I'm uh, yeah, it doesn't surprise me in the slightest that that was going to come out. Um, I think that people see what's going on, they want this the focus the spotlight to be on what AEW is doing, what their talent is doing. And when you have the owner of your company taking shots at another talent elsewhere in such an odd, childish manner it takes away again from what these guys are doing in the ring. And there's a lot of really talented people that they are putting some steam behind who deserve the opportunity to be seen and enjoyed without all of these outside distractions, asterisks, whatever have
0: you. Um, I am Mr. Cheeseball said the blade runners was the name of the team at the warrior. Thank you. Very good correction. Yes. I believe warrior was the dingo warrior and then he became the ultimate warrior. So there we go. Um, so uh, over in new Japan, uh, back-to-back stories i'll combine here matt riddle he's going to be booked for the new japan cup in march but at the same time coming from the observer they're saying that new japan may be losing multiple top foreign talents here uh beyond just tamatanga who has said he's going to be relocating to the states um the, the the reason is there's just a lot more money to be made in the united states at wwe and AEW than new japan pro wrestling so uh riddle Um, probably making some some decent coin over there right now if they're worried about losing these kind of gaijin foreign wrestlers that they can build like him, Nimith. I'm sure very, very high demand if this story is accurate here.
1: It wouldn't surprise me. I think that WWE, under new leadership, guidance, what have you, has shown that they are willing to treat foreign talent, New Japan stars, uh, respectfully and as major performers. So... I think that if you have the opportunity to be in WWE and you can be stateside and be closer to your family and your home, or if you're in an AEW, and if AEW is back in hiring mode and they're willing to pay to bolster this roster, especially those folks that work really well with, say, a Will Ospreay, why the hell not? You know, I, I get why you want to be a part of New Japan. There's the history. There's the lineage, the legacy. But a lot of those people, they want to be back stateside. They want to make the most money they possibly can. And for the first time in a while, WWE seems to be hiring again. So you know, get that money.
0: Yeah, hundred um, percent. And uh, lastly, here we are coming to the end of the show. We're going to get to those Apple Podcasts, but I think we have a little bit of time because there was some Billy Corgan NWA CW news. I I was right, Robert. The NWA they've got new content that's going to be on the CW app. It starts February sixth. I'm not sure if this is just power or also the reality show, but man, you know, if you've been following House of Wrestling, you guys knew it. You guys knew this was going to happen. We were hot on the trail, and it's happened, and now they're going to be on the CW app, Robert. It happened, and we did it. I finally talked about it.
1: I'm excited to talk about it, but... We have Apple reviews we have to get to, so we're going to have to put a pin in talking any further about Billy and the CW. We'll push it to next week. I
0: I will be remiss. I did did have some people at the NWA reach out. They wanted me to call attention to some comments from the girlfriend or former girlfriend of NWA tag team star Rush Freeman. We'll have some coverage on it this afternoon. Very upsetting allegations of abuse, and uh, I would be remiss if I didn't call that out here um, at the end of the show. But maybe another time we'll get into some more NWA news. Um, All right. Apple iTunes reviews. First one here comes from Chris Kurter. He says, the best daily podcast. That's what it titled here. Excellent podcast that gets in and gets out while still managing to hit all the high spots. Sorry, Billy. A far cry from weekly four-hour podcasts that feel like a chore. Well, hey, thank you very much, Chris. I appreciate that. You guys can be like Chris, too. Go leave a, an Apple review over on the iTunes page. Uh, Robert, do you want to read the next one here? I don't have it up. What the hell Hold dude on. I I work what all morning on this the thing. Sheet. I had it up
1: cuz I had the, the I had the the blue chew gimmick up uh, okay this is from Andy's Jack 23 your daily wrestling fix If you love wrestling, this is the pod for you. For 30 minutes, Nick and Robert dissect the latest news and rumors going around about your favorite sports entertainers from breaking down the latest free agent signings to maybe but probably not discussing Billy Corgan and the CW. (laughs) It's a wonderful way to spend a half hour every day. Do yourself a favor and subscribe to the Rumor and Innuendo podcast. Thank you for the fantastic review.
0: Be- very early on, I told Robert, I don't know that we should do this Billy bit forever because I, d- I think it's going to burn itself out. I was horribly wrong. I No, I, no there, it's not no. a bit.
1: We will. There's always going to be – it's a refilling <laughs> bucket of information, this, this Billy and the CW. It's unfortunate we always just stack it at the end. We'll get more to it next week. Uh, okay, is there right. any more reviews? I, I, oh, I'm going to read
0: one more. We're, we've been behind, so I'm going to read one more. We're going to read three today. But again, we we try to do this every front Friday where we read the Apple iTunes reviews. So if you want to get creative, you want to say something funny, you want to ask a question that you make sure we answer on the show here, Apple iTunes reviews, baby, that's the way to do it. All right, J-Pac, baby, last review of the week, last thing of the week. Uh, he he titles his review, Best Thing to Listen to on Lunch or the Drive Home from Work. Um Pock says... If you love listening to the most up-to-date news and information in the world of professional wrestling, this is the podcast for you! Three exclamation points, you know he means it. A quick 30-plus minute pod five days a week to let you know what is going on behind the scene. Nick Hausman brings his professionalism and quick wit to the show. I have been a fan of Nick's since his days doing pods with Bischoff. Oh, Son, uh, or more recently, one of you, yes, thank you. Well, it was a popular show, but went off the rails. Um, <laughs> um more recently with Wrestling Inc. or Sean Waltman, uh, the Ying to Nick's Yank, <laughs> yikes, the lawyer guy, Robert Carpellas, no lawyer
1: guy, Carpellas, thank dude It's been a month and a half car seriously <laughs> i'm begging you dude
0: i'm so bad bray i'm so bad with words and like yes I,
1: do we have another Chavo? Uh, the
0: the lawyer guy robert carpellis the- <laughs> seriously i they, i'm just dysla- like i have some kind of dyslexia of the brand the lawyer guy robert carpellis Car- oh my god, you're okay. Is this like your new Billy in the CW <laughs> the situation here? Hi, Robert Car- you, dude.
1: By the way, guys, this is why I have to say my own name in the intro when there's that weird gap because Nick like pays, like, oh no, you should introduce yourself. No, it's not. He's too scared to say my last name. <laughs> I'm god.
0: sorry. I'm sorry. I have brain issues. Uh, Robert brings a different voice that is nice to
1: hear. <laughs> it's, it guys... is nice to hear. It's a different voice because I'm the one pronouncing my name properly. Uh,
0: These guys, no wrestling, plus they have all the scoop of NWA and the CW. Three for three with the reviews with the CW jokes.
1: I love you guys.
0: Yes. Robert Carpellis.
1: Oh, my God. It's not Carpellis. Robert
0: Carpellis. Robert Karpelis. Robert Karpelis.
1: <laughs> Jesus Christ. Not a crutch. Um, anyway. All right, on behalf of the giggly I'm not done. Nick I'm not done. Oh,
0: I'm, adding, I'm, I'm not done go ahead and I'm House not of Wrestling done. and read all
1: of his fucking stuff. Go stories. read all oh. of my
0: stuff over at houseofwrestling.com. I'll be at Tampa for Royal Rumble weekend. Let me make sure there's nothing else at the end. I think it's just plugged up. Oh yeah. And then of course, if you want to be like everybody who had their review on the show, go leave us a review on your podcast platform of choice. I've had a great fun Friday with you, Robert Carpalist.
1: This is wow. That was that was perfect. Yes, this has been uh, the most fun Friday we've ever had. So, on behalf of Nick Hossman, I'm Robert Karpolis. Best of luck in your future endeavors.